0: Amazing people, I really hope that you are having an amazing day. I know for a fact that we have had amazing worship, and we thank our worship team for everything that they do. They sing better than me any day, and so I clap, I shout, and I'm thankful for them. And so friends, as we keep that same energy, today I want us to talk about God being our saving grace. We're going to continue with our series, The Soundtrack of God. And if you have your Bibles electronically, physically, and if you don't, don't feel bad. You can see it on the screen. Let's go today to Psalm 124. Psalm 124. Friends, if you've been watching all together for at least, I'd say, three months, you know for a fact that I am an avid TV watcher. Listen, I love... The different sitcoms that come on, and one that I'm in love with right now happens to be New Amsterdam. I love New Amsterdam because it makes me think to myself that I am a medical doctor. Now, there's one doctor on New Amsterdam that I like a lot, and his name is really Dr. Floyd Reynolds. It's played by actor Joko Sims. Floyd is the head of cardiovascular surgery at New Amsterdam Medical Center. Now, quite often, If you watch the show, you know that Dr. Reynolds is presented with a patient who has had some near-death experience, and they're very close to dying. And Dr. Reynolds and his team, they operate, they tend to, and they provide care for these patients in phenomenal ways. With blood all over their medical garments, blood all over their medical surgery tools, viewers watch Dr. Reynolds and his team. They watch their faces go from initially concerned and worried to hopeful and excited. Dr. Reynolds, through the means of surgery, helps to save lives. He's really a saving grace to so many people who lie on his table and he operates on them. He gives patients and families hope when they feel like it is slowly and painfully slipping away. Friends, as we prepare our hearts and minds to go into Psalm 124, I want you to understand that life may or may not be slipping away from you. But I think we all can feel as if our potential is aging. We can feel like our dreams may be decaying. We too can feel aimless, as if God's plan may never come into fruition for us. Moments of hopelessness happen, and you need to understand that. And right when we feel like we're at the end of our rope, That's when God, who is far greater than you and I, far greater than Dr. Reynolds, comes in and saves us and offers us hope. It's right when we feel like nothing will happen in our favor, right when we feel like everybody else is being blessed but us, that's when God comes in and proves that he is our saving grace. Friends, God has a way of replacing our concerns with Christ. He has a way of replacing our hopelessness with experiences of hope. And it's in Psalm 124 where we are encouraged and reminded that God is, in fact, not just mine, but also yours, your saving, our saving grace. God is our saving grace. Why? Because God is among us. It's in Psalm 124 where it is known as a song of ascent. And it's in this repetitious song of thankfulness to God that we notice that God is so faithful that he does not give up on his children. This psalm, it offers praise to God for the past, hope to God for the future, and thankfulness that every trick, scheme, method, and plot from the enemy is defeated. And so in Psalm 124, God is is really with these singers. And these singers, these believers, they're believing that God is, in fact, their saving grace. So as we travel through this psalm today in its entirety, I want you to notice from the soundtrack of God one great big truth. We see it in verses 1 through 5. This is the truth that what could have happened is worse than, Than what actually did. Listen to the psalmist as the psalmist sings If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side when our enemies attacked us, then They would have swallowed us up alive. When their anger was kindled against us, then the flood would have swept us away. The torrent would have gone over us. Then over us would have gone the raging waters. What could have happened, friends, is actually worse than what actually did. You see, in this lovely psalm, the psalmist reflects on what exactly could have happened and how life could have been. He says, you know, if God had not provided care in my great time of need, I don't know what or where I would be. The psalmist describes what could have been. He describes what could have been their reality, sharing that their enemies could have been victorious. Their enemies' anger could have overpowered their desire for safety. He even goes on to say that sudden rainstorms could have swept treacherously down the canyon where these travelers on a journey found themselves. And it could have been enough not just to knock them down, but it could have been enough to take them out. What could have occurred is that their enemies filled with anger could have been allowed to trample over and stump all over Israel to the point of death. What could have happened is really worse than what actually did. Friends, as we think about these words today, I think that this is a piece of pie that we all can share and eat together. If you stop, you look and reflect for a moment on what life really could look like and what your reality would be if God was not fighting on your behalf. Oh, friends, life would be incredibly different. Our enemies would prevail. The wreck that had our name on it would actually happen. The cancer would win. The bullying would continue. The attacks would be successful. The problem would be our norm. The sickness would cause death. And guess what, y'all? If there was no God, eternity would be a myth. If there was no God and if God was not on our side, there would be no us. The difference is strikingly scary and it should drive us to thankfulness as we all can attest that the reason God is our saving grace is because what could have happened is incredibly different and worse than what actually did. And for that, we should sing and we should share in the thankfulness to God. Now, you may be asking, okay, I hear that. You're telling me what could have happened is worse than what actually did. I feel that a little bit, Josh. But what's the why behind Psalm 124? What's the why behind this brother saying, if it had not been for the Lord who was on his side, where would he be? Well, friends, the why behind Psalm 124, it actually comes from a snapshot of David's life. You can find more about David's life in 2 Samuel chapter 5. But if you look specifically at 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 17 through 25, you're going to see that David here had just become king. And the Philistines, they were absolutely, positively not happy about this. They were so angry that they desired to confront David and also to take his life. And so they came looking for good old King David with the intent to end this brother. But David prays and he asks God for instructions. He says, God, I got a couple of questions. He says, okay, God, should I run up and confront the Philistines? Should I do this? And if I do, will you make me victorious if we engage in battle? Hmm. The Lord says, King David, I got you, man. He says, yes, you can confront the Philistines and I will assure you that you will be victorious. And it's in second Samuel chapter five, verse 21, where we hear more of this episode of David's life. It tells us in the 21st verse that the Philistines abandoned their idols there and David and his men carried them away. Do y'all hear that? God was David's saving grace because It could have gone another way. David could have confronted the Philistines and then it could have ended with his death. But instead, God saves David. And Israel reflects on the account because David was the king of Israel. He was the king of Israel and Judah. So as David lived, guess what? They lived. Because God provided saving grace and strength to David, they benefit from God's grace and God's goodness. Oh, friends, this is not just an Israel alone praise party. Because we, just like David, have been given beautiful God. We've been given beautiful strength. We've been given awesome love. We've been given promising peace. We've been given provision by God. And we too can attest to the works of the almighty father and can raise our voice declaring together that if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, COVID would win. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, we would not be alive. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, death would know us and eternity probably would not. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, Think about the things that could have happened. Think about the life you would live. Think about the death that would know your name if it had not been. For the Lord who was on our side, what could have happened is actually worse than what actually did. Friends, God saved David. He saves Israel. But guess what? God's grace saves our lives as well. I didn't make this up, friends. I'm not that eloquent nor smart, but it's in verses 6 through 8 where we see God's grace in action. Listen to this psalm. It says in verse 6, Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey to their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Friends, this psalmist sings about how good God is because God never gave up on God's children. God's power is on display. God's protection is unending. And you know, God has allowed these ancient travelers on a journey to escape from the traps of the enemy. God supervised, he provided, he walked with and walked through this rough terrain with Israel He didn't leave them or say, you know what, y'all, you're traveling too long. I'm out of here. No, he didn't abandon them. He walked with them because that's how great God is. Friends, who can you say that about? I mean, even your best friend in the whole wide world, could you really say that about them? That no matter what you encounter, they will stay around? No matter how ratchet you may be, that they will stay right by your side? Friends... I don't think we could say that about anybody that no matter what may arise, any person that we would prescribe this to would remain with us. Friends, that's the God we serve that it doesn't matter. There's no mountain high enough. There's no river wide enough to keep God away from you. God fights for us. He loves us. He protects us no matter what for the Psalmist. He experienced God allowing Israel to escape the trap of their enemies. These verses share with us that God's grace saves not only the life of the psalmist, but validates that God is an awesome protector of his people. God is so gracious that he loves placing his grace in action. God's grace is mobile. It travels with us and it walks with us. God's grace rushes into our lives and it floods us with forgiveness and blessings. But I love the way that Amy Spiegel describes God's grace. She says that great grace isn't just forgiveness, y'all. It is forgiveness fueled by surrender. Hmm. Friends, for the psalmist, he understands that the trap of the enemy is present. And that means that a threat is, in fact, evident. And as the threat is evident, the psalmist needs rescuing and the psalmist needs to be saved. The psalmist is saying, hey, you know what? I need my saving grace but what is so phenomenal is that the saving grace that God gives, he gives it unexpectedly to the psalmist. It's when hope seems absent that God shows up. It's when life's problems seem permanent that God shows up on the scene. It's what the psalmist began accepting defeat right here that unexpectedly God says, no, no, no. (laughs) Let me give you some hope. (laughs) These believers were on their way to Jerusalem and the threats were big and it could have impacted their journey, but God unexpectedly showed them that I am God. God shows them, I have power. I will provide. And guess what? You are children of the promise. Promise that I'm not just God on the throne, but I am God who is with you. I'm God who is among you. And you better know that I am God who is for you. I am the God who clears out threats and danger and the God who overpowers your enemies' anger. I am God who notices everything, even the hairs that are on your head. I am God that when you need me, I will always come running to rescue you. Why? Because I am your saving grace. As these believers were traveling up to Jerusalem to worship, they found God to actually be for them. And that's why they could say emphatically and declare that if it had not been for the Lord who was on their side, where would they be? Friends, you may be sitting here saying, yeah, that's nice for the psalmist. But what about me? To make this psalm real for you, this week, I got a call. From a place that I go to sometimes, and it always strikes fear in my heart, and I got a call from the dentist's office, y'all. You know, a few days ago, we celebrated July 4th, and we celebrated July 4th, and you know, what do you do on July 4th? Many people pop fireworks. Fireworks. Mm. And if popping these firecrackers and the fireworks are going off in various neighborhoods all throughout Atlanta, it's a very loud scene. My dog doesn't like it. Yours probably doesn't either. <laughs> but yet on July 4th, because of fireworks, some way, somehow, my dentist's office caught on fire. And the receptionist called me because I had a dentist's appointment coming up. And she said, Mr. Scott, I just want to let you know that you're not going to be able to come to your appointment on Tuesday. I said, why? Even though this is good news. She says, because our office has burned up. Mm. I was striked. I, I, I didn't know what to do. I said, man, really? She says, yes. And in 35 years, we've been here. I don't know what we will do. But we just pray that the insurance makes everything work out. I empathize with her and I begin to hear how hurt she was on the other end of the phone. But do you know what she followed that statement up with? But I'm just glad it didn't happen in the middle of the day. I'm just glad that all of the doctors and all of the workers and all the different workers were gone and that nobody was inside. I said, really? She said, yes, Mr. Scott. She says, because if we had been inside and maybe we wouldn't be able to get out. If we had been inside, Mr. Scott, then maybe somebody would have died. If we had been inside, Mr. Scott, I probably would not have been on the other end of this phone because I'm usually there a lot of days by myself when everybody leaves. She says, this is a tragic scene, but I'm so, so happy that God worked it out that all of us could remain safe. <laughs> Friends, can I tell you something that if you survey your life for a moment and quit the busyness and st- and just stop and look around, you're going to notice sometimes that you could say, if it hadn't been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? If you look over your life, you're going to be able to say that it was God working on my behalf it was God providing it was God loving things could have been another way but God things could have been this way but God I could have failed that exam but God I could not have graduated but God I could not have the wife or the children that I have but God I could not have the son or the daughter that I have but God if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side where would we be Friends, understand from Psalm 124, these two truths, that what actually happened is better than what could have happened. Understand that God is our saving grace who works in different and mysterious ways to provide grace to us that saves us daily. But you got to understand that once you think about how good God is, you ought to be thankful for the grace And the mercy of God. Let us pray. God, you work so well in our lives. You do wondrous things. Things we don't always understand. Things that we just really can't even fathom. But we join the psalmist today. Understanding that if you hadn't been for us, we don't know where we would be. So I pray for that man, that woman, that boy, that girl who may be watching this, that you would allow their heart to go from entitled to thankful, and that if they do not know you, that they may come into relationship with you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponstilian Baptist Church.